Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! ...with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone TV, and on shortwave. Also across the United States, Canada, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries, and now in Europe on the Talkstar Radio Network. The rest of the world, if there is any left, can be listened to on our streaming audio at TalkstarRadio.com. On tonight's show, we have David Warner. He's going to be joining me in a few minutes. We're going to be talking about out-of-body experiences and near-death experiences. Our number two, we have Dr. Bruce Cornett joining us. We're going to be talking about everything from paleontology to UFOs. James Gilliland will be joining me to talk about a new documentary that is coming out entitled Contact Has Begun. And in hour number three, my good buddy Superman and I will be doing an open mic, and there's three questions we're going to be asking you, the Exxon Nation, to uh, talk to us about tonight. Do you believe that the object witnessed by a handful of people in Stephenville, Texas, was in fact a large extraterrestrial ship? That's the first question. Second question. Do you think that the military has to tell the general public what it's doing? All right, I understand that taxpayers pay their salaries, but taxpayers don't expect the police department to tell them every criminal investigation that they're working on, so why should the military? That's the way I look at it. And finally, what are your feelings about the North American Union? Hour number three, the lines will be open. I'm asking you for your comments, ExoNation, and of course our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with me here in our studios at talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, www.xzoneradio.com and www.xzonetv.com. 
Today is Tuesday, February the 5th, and on this date in history in 1887, almost four inches of snow fell on the city of San Francisco. On this date in 1917, Mexico's constitution was adopted. And in 1937, President Roosevelt proposed adding six more judges to the U.S. Supreme Court, but Congress said no. Today is uh, the birthday of uh, singer Bobby Brown. He turns 39. Barbara Hershey turns 60 today. Corey Wells turns 65. And today is Mardi Gras, also known as Fat Tuesday. It's always 46 days before Easter. And uh, let me see. Um, and also, this month is the wedding month. Are you ready for this? The wedding month. I guess because of Valentine's hearts are open and, and people just want to be lovey-dovey at this time of the year. All right, and uh, what we uh, found out that we found out that, uh, let me see, during the, her lifetime, the average female will spend two weeks kissing, buy 665 pairs of panties, have 1.5 blind dates, spend six days shaving her legs, spend 49 years worrying about her shape, admire a man's shape 35,939 times, and just for the fun, the average woman will take 32 showers with a member of the opposite sex. And this is according to the latest American Pulse survey. There you go, ladies. Something to look forward to in the month of love and Valentine's. When we come back from this two-minute commercial break, David Warner will be my guest talking about out-of-body experiences and near-death experiences right here on the Talkstar Radio Network on the X-Zone Radio Show. Also live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And you can watch and listen to the show Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern at www.exontv.com. I'll be back in two minutes as the Exxon starts for today, Tuesday, February the 5th, right here on Talkstar. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 
401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Welcome back, everyone. Our special guest this hour is David Warner. And for David A. Warner, everything around him was fading. He lost awareness, finding himself second laters waking into darkness. With his heart racing, he being covered in sweat and experiencing memory loss, he ran for his life out of his brother's dark basement room. Running upstairs and down the hallway towards his bedroom, a flicker of memory ignited the event. Striking like lightning, he immediately froze with chilling vibrations moving up and down his spine, acknowledging his first out-of-body experience, or OBE. On July 27, 1987, he experienced an event that forever changed his way of thinking and maturity, such that included life after death, self-realization, a spiritual awareness. This has helped him facilitate in-depth documenting and scientific research into the OBE. And David Warner, welcome to the Exxon. Hey, Rob. Thank you. Dave, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, well, I'm uh, at present. I'm 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm married. I uh, have uh, my wife, uh, Katie, and I. I live in uh, the Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, west side of the state. I'm an IT consultant, uh, also a musician, and I'm a big computer geek. Oh, they, Now, <clears throat> the out-of-body experience that you had, what was it like? When you when it when you realize that hey wait a minute I'm a spirit I'm 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 the 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 essence of of who I am but my physical body isn't here. Well, in that first experience, I didn't understand what was really going on. I I uh, came across it by accident, and how it led up. To that moment in time is I was actually reading this book by Janet Lee Mitchell on uh, scientific uh, evidence of supporting afterlife, um, life after death, out-of-body experiences, and I was just so uh, just avid and just so passionate about reading this book, I just couldn't put it down. Mm-hmm. So at that moment, I, um, I was really tired because a few days beforehand, my family and I we just uh, experienced a, a flood in our basement. We were just working around the clock just to, you know, clean everything up. And so I was just absolutely tired. So um, I decided to take a nap. And basically, with that on my mind, 
still wanting to read the book, that was my catalyst to actually experience that out-of-body uh, via the consciousness, that awareness. And during uh, that episode, mm-hmm. I, um, all I could just remember is, like, I want to read this book. I want to read this book. And as I started drifting upward and out, I didn't understand what was going on. I just passively just relaxed. Uh, a few seconds later, I'm looking down at the bed. Uh, most people that have either an out-of-body experience or near-death experience report seeing their physical body. In this type of uh, a situation, I did not see that. The only thing I saw is that my brother's bed and a big red apple on the bed. And I'm, like, just thinking to myself, I'm like, this is absolutely makes no sense. Where did this come from? And at the time, it was also daylight on the other side, but in the bedroom. It was dark. So I, um, the whole perception, the room was static, you know, nothing really changed except seeing that apple and not being able to see my, my, my physical body. And then from there, I, um, it felt like I was really, I was like, I had, I had maybe about four or five beers, but incredibly uh, aware, conscious, just alert, but still really confused of what was going on. So I decided from then I wanted to read the book as I was up and about, and I started to uh, uh, put my shoes on, and each time I tried putting my shoe on, my hand would pass through my shoe, and I couldn't figure out for the life of me, again, you would think that would be like the red flag, hey, things are not right here. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't register. I just, um, I just I started getting really upset and and I said, screw it, you know, I, I don't need my shoes. You know, I'm just going to walk across the, uh, the the cold floor with my bare feet, and that's it. And as I started to uh, drift across at least the floor or above about five to ten feet as I got towards the book, I started falling backwards immediately. And all of a sudden, a deluge of thoughts just started racing through my mind. I'm falling backwards. I'm going to hit the bedpost. It's going to hurt like a SOB. Uh, Mom and Dad are going to find me on the ground, you know, on the floor. There's going to be blood everywhere. They're going to freak out. I have to go to the hospital. And on top of it, my brother's going to be pissed because he has to be the one to wash everything up and the blood. But, um, you know, split second, you know, I'm back in my body, waking up in complete darkness. My heart's just racing 100 miles an hour, and I absolutely have no memory of what happened. And I'm just like, uh, what? Uh, I was just absolutely dumbfounded. I was just speechless. So I bolted out of the room, went running upstairs, down the hallway towards my bedroom, and it, right then and there it just struck me down like lightning. My, my, re, my memory returned, it ignited, and I realized the whole event, it just flickered uh, what just took place, my first out-of-body experience. And ever since then, it's been a very... Um, humbling and wise, and it's been a 20-year-plus spiritual experience for me. How do we differentiate between an out-of-body experience and a dream? Because the way you described your your uh, experience sounded like a dream. You fell asleep yeah. with the thought of the book on your mind. You really wanted to continue reading that book. So it gave you, you implanted a subconscious seed in your mind. You drifted off to sleep. You started mm-hmm. dreaming about it. What, what do they call them? Uh, incubated dreams. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good, you know, discussion and, and debate on the lucid dream and the out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. And as for, you know, what I have found in my own research over the 20 years, especially when you have physical and spiritual uh, validations and they parallel and, and align to that, you know, to those experiments, you know, you start seeing those trends of consistency. All right, now, but I have to ask. I have uh, to bring you back to my initial question. Yeah. How do you know that this wasn't a dream, but an out-of-body oh, experience? Oh, definitely, it wasn't a dream. Usually, in a dream-type setting, you have a lot of incongruity. You have a lot of. Uh, it, it just doesn't make sense. It's just things are just like way off guilt. I mean, you're just you're you're just absolutely unconscious. You're not aware. You're just going about this as for the high level of energy and the vibration and how clear it is and how things remain static during the experience, those are some awesome and excellent keys to see the differences between just a a, a dream and the actual experience. And as I said, I've had so many validations in the last 20 years. It's a personal experience. And this is something that once you start recording the data and you're honest and you're true to it, then you start to see for yourself how the pieces fall into play. And you see the different levels and layers of consciousness. Like, example, you can be in a a, a dream but still out of body. And then as you awaken, you're like in a kind of like a fantasy daydream. And you break out of that. And you're in that environment where, you know, things absolutely shift and change. But Mm -hmm. as you go along in the experience, it's all static all the way through. Now, what scientific evidence is there that an out-of-body experience is real? Well, the the information that is out there uh, on the out-of-body experience, as I explained to you earlier, it, it is a personal experience. And this is something that, you know, one has to do the tracking itself. I mean, there's a lot of different uh, um, institutions that study this, especially on the, the near-death experience where patients are in, you know, the process of near-death or a traumatic event where they are easily, you know, propelled out of their body looking at a distance, looking down. Now, I, you know, I'm just going to give you some brief scenarios of validations that I have had and I've documented this, uh, let's see, it was like last October, I had the video camera recording myself as I'm sleeping, and then I had my animal, uh, it's a Scottish Terrier, his name is Larry Brown, and he was on the bed with me. Now, I was able to uh, leave the body, but I didn't realize what was happening at the time, and this is more where I classify as a false waking, where I think I'm actually getting up but I'm actually not physically, but I'm spiritually caring about a certain task. So I was out of body. I, I saw my, my, my animal, Leroy, and then as I started to move around into the room, Leroy got off the bed, and then from there, my other two dogs joined him, which is Cayenne's spirit, and they started to run upstairs. And then as I caught up to them, immediately I noticed that one of the dogs which it was probably our youngest dog, Spirit, she, she urinated on the carpet. So it's like I was at the time pretty upset. I figured, well, 
I'll take care of it. Not a big deal. Now, during the experience, I let the dogs out. It's daylight outside. It's also, you know, we're talking like October, you know, a little rain, a little cold, and I'm just seeing, you know, the rain coming down. Not a big deal. Totally oblivious that I'm out of body. And as I started to uh, go back downstairs to go back to bed, I uh, looked at the front door, and, and it's raining. All right, David, now, stand by. We have to okay. take a commercial break. Please hold on to the, uh, that uh, thought. We'll come back uh, right after the news and some words from our fine sponsors. David Warner is our special guest, www.invisiblelight.us. And we'll be back after the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Still to come on tonight's show, we have uh, Dr. Bruce McAbee, James Gilliland, and open mic with yours truly and my producer tonight, the one and only Superman. That's coming up tonight here on the Exxon. My guest this hour is David Warner. We're talking about invisible light. And, uh, David, uh, thanks very much for joining us. And before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about the out-of-body experience that you were having and how it affected your animals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, getting back to what I was saying is after that OB, you know, had ended, mm-hmm. I had wakened and I uh, played back the actual videotape, and I noticed that my, my, my dog, Leroy Brown, that was got a share, he was still on the, uh, the bed, and he had picked up uh, what was going on about 30 seconds before I had, had awakened. Now, a, a day later, the same, you know, a day later, the next day, uh, around the morning time, I, uh, I tried projecting, I failed, and I was having problems with the two other dogs upstairs. So I went upstairs to uh, separate the two, and somehow they both got out of the, uh, the cage. And what was interesting is, I went running after them, and as I got down to the uh, the bottom of the step, turned the corner, one of the dogs urinated on the carpet. And I kind of like, you know, stood uh, still there. I'm thinking, wait a minute, this happened in my experience the the day before. 
And as I walked or walked up to the front door, opened up the door, it, it's, it's raining out there. So, I mean, the consistencies, you know, with the video or what my dog had picked up and seeing these different things that occurred during the OBE, you know, I was able to pick up some precognitive validation to this. And this is not just, you know, one experiment that or one experience that I've had. I've had over hundreds of validations like this or even straight cut to the chase that there is no question about that you can argue it. And the more that you, you know, you research the data, you, you're honest about it, you'll start seeing it as a personal and the validations do come through. Between right, a but loose, if, yeah, but if, it's a per, if it's a personal experience, how can other people who have had not had this experience validate it and take it seriously? Well, I mean, when you, you know, how can you take something like this seriously? I mean, you know, we as a society, you know, we we talk about the near-death experiences, the, the OBEs, mm-hmm. and when you take it to a clinical level, a, a medical level, and studying, you know, it, it's not really accepted except for, like, the near-death experiences and how much media that it has generated. And there's just so many people that are out there, clinical, you know, PhDs, professors, medical doctors that have, you know, experience after experience of, you know, worldwide people explaining their stories, like the consistencies of, you know, the, the tunnel, love, the energy, absolutely. Yeah, well, we know, we know so that, you, we, yeah, know that the that. Near, we know okay, that the sorry. near-death experience is being taken seriously now by the medical community and the scientific community. I'm not debating that at all. Yeah. My, you know, my point is you said that an out-of-body experience is a personal experience. And it, it, how it do you validate and it then? If, yeah. you know, like, once again, how do you know it's just not a dream? You know, uh, Rob, again, I, I rely on what I have tracked personally mm-hmm. for myself and what I have validated with others, you know, not just, you know, my dog, but, you know, playing card experiments, uh, you know, communicating with friends that I've been able to validate things too. And, yeah, this is something about my research that I would really love to go into a clinical setting to scientific setting to where we could actually do these tests and perform this, not just like on a, a week basis, but sure. over a long period of time, and, and, and learn more about this and see what we can pull out of it. What you know, the think? OBE and the NDE, there's just so many similarities between the two. It, you know, it's just hard to ignore. And when you experience it for yourself, uh, there's no question or doubt because of the energy, the vibrations, the clarity, and the consciousness. And again, the personal validation is what I'm getting at. All right, but what is the what is the ultimate significance of an OBE? What would be the ultimate significance? This yeah. would be definitely for the person who who's interested in this is to validate for themselves is, you know, is there a, a, a soul? Is there a life after death? Are we uh, human? I mean, does it end when, you know, we're buried six feet under, you know, after our death? Does the soul, does the spirit, do we survive? And this is something that had had really, you know, uh, attracted me to this, pulled me to this, 
to, 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 to find out. All right, but what does an out-of-body what does an out-of-body experience have to do with death? Because you can't have an out-of-body experience if you're dead. Well, well, true, true. But I'm saying an out-of-body experience in itself. I guess either or maybe I'm a little confused about your question. I thought they were very straightforward questions. Okay. Well, in, in this case, this scenario, you know, the OBE, as, as you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. um, this is just something that it's a, a spiritual, um, a, 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 it's a spiritual awakening. It's a, a something that you can learn from. You can actually uh, find out more of your inner self and how you can better yourself internally and externally on both sides, not just one side, but physically in relationships and everything else. How? How? Well, example, through my experiences, I've become a hospice volunteer, a companion to the dying. Okay? That's one scenario. I'm also a mentor of a foster care program with children. I'm also very active in my local community church. Mm-hmm. And there's other things, too, that when I was younger through the OB experience, people that, that could not listen to before the Internet and, you know, MP3s, where they needed to hear the sermons. I would take part in the church, record the sermons, and run all over town, you know, um, dropping off the, uh, the tapes so that they could hear this. It makes you a more wiser, more a, a humbling humanitarian of caring for others, but not just, you know, looking at yourself and say, it's all about me. It's, it's about other people, too. And... You know, I see a difference in my relationship with my wife, with my family and friends and other people that I've come across, you know, through my website. I mean, my website is not just about the data of the OBE. I have people asking me about questions about their marriage, about their drug problem, about so-and-so who had passed on, or, you know, my my son's 13 years old, uh, is involved with this. What do you think? I mean, it's... It really makes you a uh, a diverse person to help others and, and to reach out. And okay. that's Alrighty, really well, the well, base. Let's just hold on a second here because now you've got me totally confused. Okay. What does your OBE have to do with solving other people's problems? Well, I'm just saying on a, uh, a humanitarian level. Of well, what's it got to do? People. Well, what's it got to do with helping other people? It's a it's a, it's a spiritual uh, awakening. It's an experience that. When you do go out about it, you realize that it's just not about you. It's All right, okay, I understand that. I understand that. Others. I understand that. But why would people go to you asking you advice about their 13-year-old son if an out-of-body experience is a personal experience? What, why would they what, do that? Exactly. What gives you any more credibility to help them solve their problems just because you have an out-of-body experience? You know that's you know that that that's an excellent question, and that is just something that if somebody emails me about that information requesting, you know, I can tell you and your listeners until the cows come home about my credibility, my 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 research, my documentation, and 
if you either, you know, uh, believe or, or you don't. No, 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 know, no, no, no. That, that's fine. Okay, no, no, no. We, start, we started off talking about an out-of-body experience, Rob, Rob, and the next thing Rob. that I know we're talking about that you're giving advice to people over the Internet because of your personal experiences with out-of-body experiences. And I cannot, for the life of me, see the connection. The connection is is that if somebody, I, I'm saying how this has helped me to help others, to reach out to others through the how? out-of-body experience, okay? How Period. has it helped you? Explain How does that. it help me? Yeah. Okay, okay. Scenario here. Okay, I'm a hospice volunteer. I go okay. to uh, I go to hospitals, nursing homes. Mm-hmm. I am there for the patient that is dying of cancer, and they're crying, and I'm holding their hand, and I'm holding them, giving them love. I mean, okay. through my out-of-body experience, that is a, a, a product that has helped me to open up to be able to do that and to be able to understand, you know, what, you know, it's just not about going out of body on these, this, you know, weird trips or validations, but how it has really moved me as a person to, to help others. And that's something right there. Okay, I, I can, mean, underst- I can see I can see the connection between your work and a hospice. I can understand that what it does for you personally is something mm-hmm. that you believe to be very spiritual, and it helps you on a personal basis. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I know many fine nurses who work in hospices, geriatric wards, cancer wards, who have never had an out-of-body experience, and they are the most loving people in the world, my wife being one of them. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the out-of-body experience and how you help other people within your church's congregation and people who come to you for advice on the Internet, I cannot make this connection. Okay, well, the, the, the connection would be basically this, okay? You know, I am not a, a psychic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do not have any special gifts, okay? I do not claim that I am... You know, the next resurrection of Christ or Allah or whoever, okay? Mm-hmm. I am just a David Warner that I do have these experiences, that I've been able to document this. And if something I say that might help somebody from a, a spiritual point of view or a, a, a medical or a relationship point of view, it's being a open ear to help somebody else in, in that type of scenario. Why should that person trust me? They don't have to. They don't have to believe me. But if I can make an ounce of the difference to help the next person, maybe save a marriage or somebody from, you know, ODing or, or, or having relationship problems, you know, I don't ignore those e- emails that people do send me. Have, okay? you, taken, have you taken any courses that would qualify you to give out this advice? And what are your liabilities if you give the wrong advice out? No, I have not taken any courses, okay? And this is just more just generalization. I don't, I'm not a therapist, okay? And I'm not a professional uh, MD, okay? If so how can, you, how can you give out medical advice? How can you give out relationship advice if you're not? Okay. Aren't you? Aren't you, aren't you aren't I'm you, just saying, if, 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 if somebody in passing comes up to me, asks me a question, hey, this is what's happening in my relationship, normally what I usually tell them is this, is that this is 
what I perceive, okay, I can explain to you what I see, but you're the one that really has to make the final judgment in this. And also, if, if it's above my uh, scope of professionalism, or, I mean, I, I mean if, if it's above my scope of, of helping them, if it comes down to, like, teen suicide or whatever, mm-hmm. then they have the outlets to go to somebody that is professional, Okay. So why would you get involved? So, so why would you? Sense? No. So why would you get involved in the first place? Because you said, as I see it. So does this mean that people may? Okay, think okay, that, Rob. Let's just say this. Okay, you come oh, wait to a me. second. Hold on here. Okay, no, 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 Rob. Hold, hold on here. Pot him down, please, uh, Superman. Thank you. My show, not yours. Okay, whatever. What? Come on, Rob. All right. Thanks very much for joining us. Get rid of him, Batman, Superman. Sorry, I don't take this crap from anyone. one 877 is toll-free. My name is Rob McConnell. I think the guy's a charlatan. I think he's trying to put himself off as a guru instead of someone who has just had out-of-body experiences. I think the guy's dangerous. How can you give advice to people when you really don't have any expertise? You fly around the universe in your own little world in something that I sounds more like a dream to me than anything realistic, and bang, this gives you the authority to talk to people about what they should do with their kids, what they should do with their relationships, what they should do. Oh, God, give me a break. Speaking of breaks, why don't we take one here? I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Send me an email, Exxon. Tell me what you think. Exxon at TalkStarRadio.com. Like I tell our guests, don't come on this show and try and con me or my guests or my listeners because you're gone. And that's why he's gone. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com.
True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, www.exxonradio.com and www.exxontv.com. And later on this week, the launching of our brand new X-Zone Radio and TV European Union website, and we're really excited about that. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank each and every one of you who sent me MSN messages and emails over the past uh, four and a half minutes. Uh, yeah, that guy was just full of himself, and you know what? I think that people like this are a threat. You know, like, uh, well, first of all, who would go on the Internet to ask somebody who's had an out-of-body experience about problems that they're having with their family, their relationships, or, you know, whatever. These people need help, and they're going to a person who needs help. Scary. And I've said this many, many, many times, that the Internet is the greatest septic system ever invented by man. I don't know. This world is getting stranger and stranger. And, of course, we're going to blame it on 2012. We're going to blame it on Planet X. And, by the way, uh, tomorrow night our first guest is the one and only Dr. Jason Rand, who wrote uh, The Return of Planet X. He's going to be with us. We're also going to be talking about the new website, uh, www.projectbluelight.net. Things you need to know today. Approximately 97.5 million people watched the Super Bowl, making the New England, New York, the most watched edition of the contest since 1996. The buzz in France these days is that President Sarskal, who just married a 40-year-old Italian actress after dating her for just three months. Yeah, good for him. Hey, hats off to this guy, I'll tell you. 40% of all Valentine's Day cards are purchased by parents for their children. Let me see. Catherine McPhee married producer Nick Kokos on Saturday. She's 23, he's 42. Nothing wrong with that, is there, guys? How's Pamela Anderson going to celebrate Valentine's Day? Well, she signed up for us to star in a couple of striptease shows at the Crazy Horse in Paris, France, February the 13th and 14th. I'm not going to touch that one. Uh, Wesley Snipes has been found not guilty of tax fraud and conspiracy, but guilty on filing to file a tax return and could face up to three years in prison. Yeah, like that's going to happen. Uh, let me see. Speaking of Britney, 
Her stay in a psychiatric ward has been extended for two weeks. They must have found some more drugs for her. 48% of adults, uh, adult Americans say they would rather help someone move than to deal with a computer problem. And boy, isn't that the truth. And Kelly Brooks says uh, she and fiancé Billy Zane will get married this year. The can- the, uh, they canceled the ceremony last year following the death of Kelly's dad. And let me see, Madonna and Guy Ritchie plan to reunite their wedding vows or recite renew their wedding vows this summer and exchange eternity rings. And finally, Kylie Morg is back again with ex-lover Oliver Martinez. And that's it for everything that you should know besides just, you know, like, if you're having a dream, make sure the dogs don't wet. one 877 is toll-free. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world from our beautiful studios in the wonderful city of Hamilton, Ontario, Ma- uh, Ontario, Canada, on the shores of Lake Ontario, in the province of Ontario, and the greatest country on this planet, Canada.